When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a special live edition uh, from our houses of the Dogs Podcast. We were going to wait another week. Uh, we didn't plan on doing another episode until next weekend. Obviously, we couldn't wait to do that. That would have been uh, a travesty. Uh, so we decided to jump on here on Zoom since we couldn't get into the studio. We had to give you guys our thoughts on the Watson trade. Um, as it stands right now, Browns got Deshaun Watson in the dead of the night, as it appears. Uh, I thought we were dead and we gave up no current players, three first round picks, a third round pick and a fourth round pick. Yeah, let me pop this up on the screen here. Sorry, I was just trying to see if uh, anybody was commenting yet. You're good. Okay, so trade of the century. Go ahead. So, yeah. Uh, we only gave up one pick this year, our first round pick this year, and then a first round pick in 2023, 2024, 2023 third round pick, and a 2024 fourth round pick. Um, in my eyes, I know there's some there's some older Browns fans out there saying we gave up the future and we shouldn't have done it. I feel like we got them for nothing. We got them for pennies compared to what some teams are giving up for quarterbacks these days. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy, man. Uh, the fact that we, first of all, we gave up three first round picks. We didn't give up any second round picks. We only yeah. gave up one third round pick next year, and we traded. We swapped fourth round picks in two years. No players. I, when the trade details came out, I was just like, and. Yeah, the fact that we got to keep this roster together and add Deshaun Watson to it. And then on top of that, we still are going to trade Baker Mayfield for something. I don't know what we're going to get for him, but we're going to get some kind of draft picks for him. What I what I was trying to explain to people like uh, my dad, who said we gave up too much and we mortgaged the future. I don't think people realize the key pieces to this Browns team are under contract for the foreseeable future. We don't need draft picks for the next two years. We have we just drafted these guys. They're young. We don't need first round draft picks the next two years. The fact in the fact that we will have 
more first round draft picks while Deshaun is still under contract. We only have to go two years without a first round draft pick. I don't count this year's just to think about it. Like we drafted Deshaun Watson at 13 this year. So then the next two, the next two years, we don't have a first round draft pick. Well, we still have Nick Chubb, um, our line, Miles Garrett, Deshaun Watson, they're all still under contract this whole time, this whole five-year deal. So this whole mortgaging the future thing, that, that's a, a sham. It's a myth. It, yeah, because time to win is heard, now. Yeah, we heard kind of all week, earlier in the week, that you know Denzel Ward was part of the trade offer, Greg Newsom, Kareem Hunt. Um, some other names were being floated around and it was like, ah, I would love to have Deshaun Watson on the team, but do I really want to give up those kind of players, especially guys like Ward and Newsom, who are just such staples of that defense right now. And then when the details come out and it says, you didn't have to give up any of those guys. It's pretty awesome. And think about this. The, the, the Niners gave up three first round picks to be able to draft Trey Lance. The Broncos yeah. just gave up more for Russell Wilson, who's way older. I mean, we're Let getting we talk about that real. Let's talk about that real fast because I have that those trade details brought up for uh, Russell Wilson. So for anybody who thinks the Browns shouldn't have given up what they did for or, uh, Deshaun Watson, think about this. So Denver gave up 2022 first round pick, 2023 first round picks. That's two firsts. They gave up this year's second and fifth rounders, and they gave up next year's second round pick. So they gave up two firsts and two seconds, and they gave up Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and Noah Fant. So that would be kind of like the Browns giving up, you know, two first round picks, two second round picks, and David and Joku, and I don't know, one of our defensive guys or something. But yeah, it, the, the, I mean, it was highway robbery. Um, yeah. So it, to me, for well, in, I just didn't understand how it happened. Like, so totally honest, I was taking a nap when the news broke. And then, <laughs> I wonder because you you were absent from our group chat for a while, and it was like, is Blake okay? Because I know you're about to have a kid. Yeah, maybe maybe he, what an inconvenient time for that kid to show up. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I was taking a little nap and I woke up on my phone. I mean, I had a hundred text messages between everybody, and my first thought was, "Oh, the Browns did something that we must have traded for Jimmy G. Uh, we traded Baker something." And then I see we signed Watson. And I just I was almost in shock. I was pacing my living room watching the NFL Network. I don't know how Andrew Barry pulled it off again. I think a ton of Browns fans owe the guy an apology because all I heard for the last two days was our front office was a joke. They don't know what they're doing. Blah. No, Andrew Barry is a genius. Um, I will never not have trust in what he's about to do. He just absolutely fleeced them for a guy that we should have on our roster for 10 plus years. We went from having arguably the worst quarterback in the division to the best. And a friend texted me, when have you ever seen a team that has a top five quarterback, a top five offensive line, a top five run game, a top five defense? And depending on what we do in the draft and the rest of our free agency, what a top 10 wide receiver room. I mean, it's unheard of. It's pretty crazy, man. I I saw a lot of the Andrew Berry hate too. I mean, when it came out that Deshaun Watson said no to the Browns, 
and all the drama with Baker came out and, you know, he wanted a trade and we said no. And, oh, man, it was just a mess. <clears throat> there was a lot of people online just just bashing Andrew Barry and the Browns organization. Oh, here we go, screwing things up again. And this franchise is a dumpster fire, blah, blah, blah. And sneakily, you never heard anything out of the Browns front office after all that kind of went down other than the we wanted a quarterback comment. Mm -hmm. So it didn't seem like the front office was freaking out about anything. No, they never do. Hmm. And we said all offseason long so far, just trust in this front office because two years in a row, they've gone after the absolute best solutions possible to the weakest links in this roster. The first year it was the offensive line. They didn't just patch it up. They built it with the best players available on great deals for the team. Last year it was the defense. Same thing. They brought in great players and the defense ended up being, what was it, top five by the end of the year? Top five by the end of the year. There you go. So this year we knew that it was defensive line wide receiver, but we knew quarterback was a huge hole in our team. They filled it with the absolute best option available. Yeah, I I, I think going back, I said even before the season was done, if we didn't make the playoffs, there was going to be major changes. And I got a lot of pushback on that. And I, I said, I just don't think Baker and this front office are on the same page. There seemed to be some resentment. Um, and it kind of came to fruition. I think we had plans to upgrade from Baker for months now. Um, and then whenever he requested a trade, it kind of seemed like that was, we were just like, well, we're going to get Watson no matter what. <laughs> Let's just go yeah. give him 230 million guaranteed. Um, we had Andrew Jackson in the chat ask if it is Super Bowl or disappointment. What do you think? What do I think? Yeah. Yes. We talked so, about this on the episode we just recorded a couple of days ago. We said, in the NFL, if you don't go into the season with Super Bowl as your goal, you're not going to win the Super Bowl. You just don't accidentally win a Super Bowl to do. These are moves that say we're trying undoubtedly to win a Super Bowl. So, yeah, it's Super Bowl or, or bust. I will say I, we don't have to win it this year for me to say Super Bowl or bust. I will say yeah, I'm not saying this year. I'm saying but point, Super Bowls have to be part of this equation. Correct. At some point in this five-year deal that we have him on, um, we got to play for a Super Bowl at some point. Uh, yeah. I will say this. It, it really sucks. We've waited the my whole life for the Browns to have a quarterback. I waited my whole life for the Browns to have talent. And when we finally do all this, look around the rest of the AFC. It's unbelievable how stacked. I mean, it is – it is crazy. The road to the Super Bowl could not be tougher. And it just sucks that this is when the Browns chose to add all their talent and go get a quarterback. I mean, just look in our own division. You could make the argument that the worst team in our division just played for the Super Bowl. Yeah. You there, Josh? Pittsburgh now, thankfully. Worse. Did you lose me? Yeah, I mean, it's – it's uh. It's going to be it's going to be crazy because, I mean, I would I guess you would probably say Pittsburgh, the worst team. I mean, they got the worst quarterback now. You'd have to say Mr. Trubisky, but they always go above 500. They made the playoffs last year with Big Ben. They have talent everywhere. Um, 
I mean, Cincinnati addressed their offensive line issues. I, I think the Browns have to be the favorites in the North now, but I mean, between the AFC West and us, it's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, but you know, that's one thing. And I've, I've been talking to people like in our YouTube um, comment section and all that kind of stuff. And on Twitter, if you don't have a quarterback in the league today, today, you don't have a chance of winning the Super Bowl. Correct. It, there's too many. There are too many good quarterbacks in the league that if you don't have one of those guys on your team, you're kind of building for the future, unfortunately, where I feel like maybe five, ten years ago, you could get by with a mediocre quarterback if you had a really good defense and you know some other really good parts of your team and a decent quarterback would get you there. But now we saw that last year with Mahomes against the Bills. They had Bills had a great defense and Mahomes, it didn't matter. He just shredded them up. So he threw for almost 200 yards and two touchdowns after the two-minute warning. Yeah. And the yeah. Bills were the number one defense in the league. Uh, that's what I, I, my dad tried to make the argument to me. He said, uh, he said, if Trent Dilfer could win with a great defense, then so could Baker. And I said, well, first of all, Dad, this isn't the year 2000. Uh, right. The league has changed right. a lot since then. I said, second of all, we just had a top five defense and only won eight games. You got to have a quarterback. I mean, and you can't, the Browns have been playing for the future my whole life. We've been stockpiling draft picks my whole life. Since we came back in 99, all the Browns philosophy has been stockpiling draft picks, building for the future. Well, at some point you got to play for the now there. I mean, you can't just always be playing for the future. Um, ask the Rams. The Rams haven't had a first round pick since Obama was president and they don't have another one for what, two, three, years I think they were all right I, they probably still had fun at their Super Bowl parade knowing that they didn't have first round picks for a couple more years I mean yep yeah those those ring, uh, Super Bowl rings are not dependent on whether or not you have first round draft picks the following season yeah, this for uh, says there's no way a Joe Flacco type QB wins the Super Bowl anymore. 100% agree. There's just it's just not going to happen. Yep. Um, yep. You, you got to be able to score points. Um, and like we said, I mean, look at the Bills. They had the number one defense last year, and it didn't matter. They Mahomes went the length of the field in 13 seconds. Yeah. It, does, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can't you can't put a scrub defense out there. But at the end of the day, you got to be able to score points. You got to have a guy. I mean, I don't want to bash Baker. I'm appreciative of what the guy did. He was part of the transition uh, period for the Browns, but he was last in the league in fourth quarter QBR. He was awful. If we were behind in the fourth quarter, he was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. That's when you need your guy to elevate and make everybody better. And he just, he just wasn't it. I mean, that's just the only way to put it. Um, I saw in here, do you think there's a way, uh, do you think the Seahawks trade Metcalf? So I guess the, the two teams probably in on Baker right now from what I'm hearing is the Colts and the Seahawks. I don't think there's any way that we get DK Metcalf in a deal. I mean, I just, I, I, I would be absolutely shocked. Teams know that we're going to be trading Baker now. So his value, I mean, it's kind of like the Cowboys and Amari Cooper. Everybody knew they were about to cut him. So we, we got him for a, a fourth and fifth round pick or fifth and sixth, whatever it was. Um, I, I would say, I think we're going to be lucky if we get a third for Baker. Uh, that's that's the way I feel about it. Um, our, our best bet is if the Colts and the Seahawks both really want them and they start kind of trying to outbid each other. But I just – I'm not seeing that happening. 
Yeah, I mean, unless we're willing to throw in more fix to, to Seattle and say you can have Baker and, you know, I mean, would they consider Baker in a second round pick for DK Metcalf? I mean, we're not going to get we're not going to get a DK Metcalf esque receiver at, in the second round. I don't think this year, no, at least not a guy not. who's ready to produce at DK Metcalf's level level right out the gate. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to address, what do you think? And I'm kind of hanging my hopes on this a lot. What are the chances that Jarvis comes back? You know, somebody asked that on, uh, I think it was Twitter today. Somebody was asking, would you take Jarvis back? Uh, oh, absolutely, I would. Not at his $16 million no, uh, but he's been on the market now for a week or five days, and he hasn't signed anywhere. Let's get him back here for, for eight or ten. Let's get him back. Yeah, and I know there was all the talk of him being having interest with the Chiefs, and they just signed Juju. Yeah. So I don't know if Jarvis is really in the mix for them anymore. No, by the way, that's an underrated signing. I might not like Juju, but he's probably going to blow up in Kansas City. I think so, too. Like <laughs> that sucks. That's just another AFC team just getting better. Yeah, Juju because he might not be a number one, but he's a top tier number two. Dude, he was he played like a number one when he was a number two with Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh, and now he's got Tyree Kill. It could happen again that he's going to have a monster season. Yeah. Um, so what do you think bringing Deshaun in? Obviously, it helps the passing game. I still think we need to add a receiver. I want to bring Jarvis back. Another guy I'm looking at if we don't bring Jarvis back, Cole Beasley. I think he'd be yep. great. Um, but I think this opens up the run game like an insane amount. Last year, we saw teams just packing the box because they knew Baker couldn't throw the ball. You can't pack the box this time. If you try to pack the box against uh, Deshaun Watson, he's going to shred you. Nick Chubb might lead the league in rushing this year. Um, I think our run game is going to open up a ton. Yeah. Here's a here's a comment from Roland Paris Campbell from Indianapolis for Baker. Just a thought. Yeah, I mean, Paris Campbell, we know what he could do because we, you know, we're Buckeye fans. So we watched him at Ohio State. He's never really lived up to his draft capital in the NFL. He's been hurt every season. I, if that's the best deal we could get for Baker, I'd be interested, but I wouldn't be targeting Paris Campbell. I think that there's some legs to the Will Fuller talk. What do you think about Will Fuller? I love Will Fuller. And if you go back and watch a lot of Deshaun's highlights in Houston, a lot of them work to Will Fuller. My biggest yep. issue with him is he just gets hurt all the time. He's yeah. hurt all the time. All the time. Hurt all the time. So all the time. Yep, but that's where having a guy like DPJ who it'll be interesting to see what DPJ does now with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Yeah. Uh, what about Julio Jones? Uh, RJ Barnett was asking. I know how I. I'm we not talking about Julio right now. Nah. He's too old, too hurt. I think, uh, yeah, I don't think you, you try to go the Julio route. Yeah, I, I, I was talking to a friend last night, and he was like, don't you think Julio could be a uh, solid number two? Well, that's what he was supposed to be in Tennessee this year, and he wasn't. He was washed. And you can't blame it on Tannehill because A.J. Brown still balled out. Um, I, so, to me, Julio, no. Jar number one on my wish list is Jarvis. Go get Jarvis back. Yeah. Pair him with Amari. You can still find a good receiver in the second round of the draft. Um, hopefully, Clowney resigns now. I just – why Why would Clowney not come back at this point? 
Oh man, it sure, it sure opens the door now to get some of these. And it just makes sense. And we talked about this, like, why did the Browns not go overpay for any of these, you know, top tier defensive guys that were available? And then we looked at the list of defensive linemen who were still out on the market and the list is really long. There's a lot of guys still available. And that's one reason why it makes sense that the Browns didn't jump to try to sign anybody to, to pay anybody. But now they get Deshaun Watson in, and now you don't have to overpay anybody at all because guys are going to be saying, uh, yeah, I'll take that contract to come here and, and, and play. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're going to see – I think you're going to see guys like DPJ and Schwartz. Deshaun Watson's going to elevate them. So yes. it's my, I want to add another receiver, but DPJ – I think has a chance to be a really, really good number two when we have an elite level quarterback like this. I mean, Deshaun Watson led the league in passing with nobody. He didn't have anybody to throw to. I couldn't. Was it? Right. Did he have Brandon Cooks or was it Will Fuller? Was like his only receiver. It might have been. I can't Will remember Fuller. if he had if he had Cooks that year or not. And it, it, it might have been it. halfway through the year they got him. I can't remember when that trade from LA happened. Yeah. So. Um, this guy's going to elevate everybody and the, the sky's the limit. I just, I'm so, I don't understand how it happened. Like I was just pacing around my living room yesterday. It was, it felt like when we got Odell and it felt like when LeBron came back, it just, it was, it's unbelievable. Um, I've heard jokes. What if Odell comes back now? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 the thing with Odell, I, I Forget about him um, on the you know off the field and in the locker room and all that stuff. But now he's coming off his second major injury. <clears throat> I don't know. It'd be tough. Would you trade for Robert Woods? I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I feel like you've got yourself a pretty decent possession receiver. Uh, DPJ is a big bodied guy. I feel like we kind of need more. I don't know. Explosion underneath. Maybe like a slot guy. I don't know. I I saw somebody mocking uh, his name Sky Moore. I think it was Sky Moore from Western Michigan to the Browns in the second round. I don't know. Man, I'd take Robert Woods. He's good. He is him good. And, him and DPJ and Amari together. I think Felton's going to have a bigger impact this year. Um, I just. I'm interested to see what Kevin Stefanski comes up with now because I didn't put a lot of people put a lot of hate on Stefanski last year for the way the offense was. I was the opposite. I was putting it more on Baker. Um, but now it's, it's on Stefanski. Now he's, there's no excuses. He's got, he's got everything he could ever want. Um, so I'm, I'm really curious to see how the offense evolves now from the way we ran it with Baker compared to now, are we going to be more wide open? Is it going to be more, three wide receiver sets now. Um, you know, we don't have Hooper anymore, so the three tight end sets might not be used as frequently. Um, so, I'm very interested to see what the offense looks like. I know it's going to look good. I know it's going to look good, man. I, just to kind of go back in time, because I saw a lot of people, um, I don't want to say a lot of people, but I think a lot of the people that are in Baker's camp uh, throughout this whole process, we're really dogging on Deshaun Watson. And I, I saw some some of the he's not an elite quarterback comments. Dude. And my argument was, well, you know, the last time you play. And, and then that's another thing, too. People say, oh, he hasn't played in forever. It's been one year. 
that he hasn't played. Okay. He yeah. played in 2020. I know that the whole time frame's messed up in everybody's mind, but it wasn't that long ago. And he was number one in the league in passing. So I don't know what more you have to do to be considered elite than to be number one, but I was just waiting for somebody to explain that to me, but I didn't get an explanation. I mean, I saw some of his stats from 2020 where he was like first in yards, like first in completion percentage, third in touchdowns. I mean, he was he was like top three or five in every major statistical passing category on a team where he I mean, he was it. He, the thing with Deshaun, he gets to come to Cleveland. He doesn't have to be a superhero. He just gets right. he can just be. He can just go out and play. He doesn't have to shoulder the weight of the entire team. He can turn around and hand the ball off to Nick Chubb, Cream Hunt. He's not going to be running for his life. He, this is going to be, without a doubt, the best offensive line he's ever played behind in his NFL career. No doubt. He, offensive line, run game. It's, oh my gosh. So I watched a lot of NFL Network yesterday once the trade broke, and they said, obviously, you put $230 million fully guaranteed in front of somebody, that's going to make it hard to walk away from anything, you know? Um, but I guess they said the Browns from the jump were the team – that he knew, like, that's the team that I would be the best on, have the best chance to win. The only thing that kept it from being us from the from the get was the geography of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted to play more down south. He didn't want to play in the cold weather, that kind of stuff. Um, he told us no, and I guess Andrew Barry just wouldn't take no for an answer. He just calling his agent, like, every five minutes, like, hey, are you sure? Does he know that we have Nick Chubb? And he's like, yeah, we know you. Does he know that we still have Wyatt Teller? Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I forgot you had Wyatt Teller. Let me go talk to him. And he just kept calling him and was just like – and it finally – he was like, listen, I can't walk away from 230 million plus this roster. Why would he want to go to the I, I kept hearing the Falcons? Why? So he could go through everything he just went through with the Texans again, be the only good player on the team, be yeah. five years out from being competitive. Like I mean, it just it made no sense to me if he wanted to win football games, why he would not come to Cleveland. And everybody was just rolling us out and our front office was stupid. They didn't know what they were doing. I just, I didn't, I didn't get that. it either. When, when it when it came out that it was down between New Orleans and Atlanta, I just couldn't understand that because neither of those rosters are anything compared to the Browns, and and you no. don't really get to say that ever in our lifetime. That hey, the Browns have the best roster to offer you here if you want to win. <laughs> Somebody said we got to build a dome now. I com- I completely agree. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. Uh, Randy, I think said three first team a tad steep for a guy who hasn't played in two seasons. Uh, it's one season. He's missed one season, not two. We just talked about that. Um, I think he's going to be. Man, this is going to be awesome. No, I, I 100% agree. When, a little bit depressing. Chris Kraft mentioned this in one of his uh, his comments here. We just had to. I don't. I think we got a great deal for him, but we had to use four extra draft picks than what we should have had to get him because we should have just drafted him at twelve. You know, a few years ago. So. Yeah. Uh, y'all still going to suck. Okay, Bayou Dad. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did have a, a, a comment on, I think it was YouTube earlier today, and they were talking about, it was a Houston Texans fan saying, hey, I'm just coming to be a Browns fan now because you guys got Deshaun Watson. And I know there's other people coming along too. So for anybody who's watching right now who 
is a Houston Texans fan who's now coming to be a Browns fan because you want to support Deshaun Watson, welcome aboard. You can also get yourself a Nick Chubb jersey and uh, (laughs) Miles Garrett. And this team is going to be a lot of fun to watch. And I do want to say before I give it back to you, Blake, that if you're watching this right now, please like this video. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, hit subscribe. Uh, We're just trying to build up our following here for this podcast. And we really appreciate everybody tuning in. Join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If the sportsbook is not yet available in your state, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like who will make it to the next round and who will hit the most three-pointers and track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN at $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah, the uh, the fact that we got so many people watching live, we really appreciate it. Um, Jesse Anderson says, what's up with Baker? I think we're shopping him. So what do you think? Do you think we try to do right by him and send him where he wants to go? Or do you think the, um, him, you know, writing the goodbye letter when he was still on the roster and then demanding the trade, do you think that irritated them and they're just going to ship him off to Siberia? I think that this this front office will do what's best for the Browns, not what's best for Baker. Um, Baker, I've had this conversation with many people in the last, what's it been now, 12 hours. This whole situation really stems from his actions on and off the field last year, everything in the offseason so far, and the way he handled the Browns seeking an upgrade with Deshaun Watson. Um, so I know I don't think that they're going to give Baker preferential treatment. I think if it works out for both parties, great, but they're going to do what's right by the Browns first. I agree. I, I kind of hope, um, I think if we do do right by Baker, it kind of makes the franchise look good, you know, appealing for outside people. Like some people might've thought we were doing him dirty, but then at the end of the day, if we help him get to the team that he wants to get to, I mean, you can't really say we did him dirty. Everybody would take Deshaun Watson over Baker Mayfield, unless you're in the Baker cult, which that's what it is at this point. Um, so, um, I, I don't know if I want to see him in the AFC, though. I'm not really worried about playing him. Like, I mean, just because I don't think he's that great. Um, but I'd rather, if I am going to play him, it'll only be once in a Super Bowl. I don't want to have to play him during the regular season a bunch of times. Um, Preston says, what does DW's suspension look like and how competitive can we be while he's out? Also, what other moves should the front office be looking at to fill out the roster? I think if he's suspended, probably be six games. Um, I don't know if he's going to get suspended at all. So you, a lot of people were talking about like Big Ben, how he was suspended with only one count. The difference is he paid people off to make it go away. Deshaun Watson this whole time has welcomed a police investigation. He wanted them to take it to court. You know, he has never once, he's never paid any hush money. He's never done anything of this, the sort. So if he goes to the civil courts where the burden of proof is even lower and he's still not found guilty of anything, I don't see how the NFL can possibly suspend him. So No, because at that point, you're kind of suspending a guy for hearsay, aren't you? 
Yes. And so if he is suspended, I'm thinking six games. I think Case Keenum is more than capable of keeping us afloat. Are we going to be 6-0 and after those six games? Probably not. If we're 3-3 three and three, and then Deshaun comes back and he wins 10 games, well, we just went 13-4. and four. We're probably sitting all right. And then we have him for four more seasons after that. Um, and then hopefully as long as we're playing well, we'll re-sign him and he's going to retire a Brown. So to me, it was completely worth the risk as far as what the free, uh, front office should do. Still got to shore up the defensive line. I've heard that we've extended an offer to Clowney. So hopefully that's true. Hopefully he accepts it. Um, I'd still like another receiver. I've seen a lot of people in the chat talking about trading Baker to Seattle for DK. We just touched on that, you know, a few minutes ago. I mean, if the Seahawks will do it, obviously <laughs> go do it. Um, I just don't think they're going to do Baker for DK straight up. If they did. No, you'd have to sweeten that deal. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, would I go Baker in a second for DK? I would probably do that because, like you said, yep. we're most likely not getting a second-round receiver as good as DK Metcalf. And if Deshaun was putting up crazy numbers with Will Fuller, what's he going to do with a guy like DK, straight-line speed? Um, oh, my gosh. He, and just awesome. a bigger athletic freak. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yep. Uh, but the defensive line, we, we still need – we still need an interior lineman and we still need an edge rusher of some sort. And I know there's still names out there. Um, like yeah. we talked about on the episode we just did a couple of days ago. And Dom is still available. Um, Sidari Smith Hicks, is still available. Eddie Goldman. Yeah. There's Blaise still, Campbell, there's still I think. a lot there's, of good there's guys, guys out there. there. Yep. So. Uh, let me see. We got anything on here? Baker in a 2023 second round pick and DK in a 2024 seventh round pick. Hey, a lot of good GMs here in the chat. Why don't you guys get on the phone and help make this trade happen? Because the more you guys talk about it, the more I'm loving it. Um, <laughs> and another thing I need you guys to do, get on Twitter and start recruiting Jarvis Landry back. I started yesterday. I think I'm just going to keep doing it every single day until he uh, comes back and resigns with the Browns. So let's start a, let's start a movement here with Dalton podcast fans let's get Jarvis back in Cleveland get him yeah, home baby. so he can retire Brown yep uh, shout out to Fireman, Fireman Ablaze uh, that's who I was talking to on YouTube this morning about being a uh, Houston Texans Deshaun Watson fan and now he's coming over to the brown and orange I got a I got to throw a shout out to our number one fan Aaron Butler he's a he yeah. on every episode, Ravens fan. He's been giving us crap for Baker for years now. We finally landed our guy. I think, you know, the trash talk with Aaron Butler has been going on for about two years now, and it's been fun. <laughs> I can't wait to see it go for the next five years now, and now that we have an elite quarterback. Um, and that just goes for everybody in our division. It's, it's better when all the teams are good, and this division is going to – let's just hope we don't beat each other up because – um, this division's crazy. I mean, it, yeah. between us and the AFC West, it's it's one it, A, one B of what's the better division right now. Oh yeah, it's tough. That is a tough one. I think I say as far if you're going to just going to look at quarterbacks, AFC West probably still better just because we have Mitch Trubisky in ours. Yeah, yeah, and for their sure. worst quarterback is Derek Carr. I think we said yep. so. 
So Killer Shot says, I'm the only Browns fan who doesn't want Landry back. Please explain why you wouldn't want that guy back on our team. And then Buck2987 says, apparently we can just sign everyone now. Like we didn't just give somebody 50 million a year. Here's the thing. The salary cap's a myth. You can finagle anything you need to, to work out contracts and get people on your team. Go ask the Saints. They were in salary cap hell. Hell. And yeah. within two hours, freed up thirty million in cap space without cutting anybody. If you're if you have a, if you're a good GM and you're good with the books like we are, you can make everything work. Absolutely, and something that um, I didn't really know until I was looking into the contract details broken down. So I know that we gave Deshaun Watson the bag, but he only has a cap hit this year in 2022 of ten million dollars. So, yes, we do actually have the cap space to sign people. Even if it's to one-year deals for this season, we do have money available to throw around because he's not eating up too much cap space this year. No. So, Jacob says, why not just sign AB? I'm guessing he means Antonio Brown. Listen, I I don't want anything to do with Antonio Brown. Nothing to do with him. If... If that guy is going to just run off the field in the middle of a game with Tom Brady as his quarterback, arguably one of the most respected people in the league, Bruce Arians is a pretty well-respected coach. Um, I, w- I want nothing to do with Antonio Brown. I think he's a total head case. Um, I want nothing to do with him. Stay, I think we're way too smart for to bring Antonio Brown in. Back Josh Gordon. Nice. <laughs> He just signed with the Chiefs. A lot of people, again, people jumping in the chat, DK Metcalf. It would be awesome if we could pull it off. I don't know if the Seahawks are that dumb, but if they are, let's make it happen. Yeah. What about Will Fuller? Again, I'd be big on Will Fuller. I like his game. It's just if he can stay healthy, he seems to, he misses more games than he plays. Um, Yeah. Tyler says we need to address defensive tackle. Hang tight. I think we're going to be doing that this week. I think the defensive line, you're going to see that thing start to get built through the free agency because like we said on the episode the other day, uh, the defensive defensive line options available at free agency are – it's deep right now. I think we're going to build it that way. What are you laughing about? Somebody said bring back Webster Slaughter. (laughs) Uh, That's good. Uh, Somebody said why is nobody talking about Fletcher Cox? The only reason I haven't brought him up is because I'm pretty sure they're trying to work a deal to get him back in Philly. Yeah, they are. I saw that. So, I mean, obviously I would take Fletcher Cox. I just don't know um, if he's really exploring the market or if he's just going to go back to Philly on a reworked deal. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Our, our Houston Texan fan here says Watson loves Fuller. Fuller loves Watson. I would not hate having Will Fuller on this team. Now, like we've, we've mentioned before, you got to expect he's going to, you're going to have at least five to what, seven games this season without him. Somebody just said Fletcher signed a one-year $14 million contract. So, yeah, I don't think he's available anymore. Um, Said he already went back to Philly. Thanks, chat. We we need to have this chat when we're doing episodes all the time because, you know, I'm always trying to, like, Google stuff on the fly to see if we're not wrong. We just got the chat to help us out. Bring back this. This is This is fun. Yeah, I plan on only being on here for like 15 minutes. We got so many people on here. Um, Calvin Ridley, I don't think we're going to make a move for Calvin Ridley with his one-year suspension. 
Cole Beasley, if we don't bring back juices, he would definitely be on my list to call because even though he's getting older, he is still a precise route runner, a quarterback safety net. Um, he would be, I think he'd be perfect for us. So if we don't bring back Jarvis, I would definitely look at Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley's a tough guy. He's very, I would be happy having him on the team. Last time Watson played, he only went four and twelve, and twelve, and you act like he's the best quarterback in the division. I didn't. Well, he doesn't play all twenty-two positions, dude. They had tell me, go tell me another player they had on their team. Uh-huh. He, he and let's, threw forty-eight hundred yards that year, so I think he did his part. Forty-eight hundred yards, thirty-three touchdowns, only seven interceptions. And remember, in two thousand eighteen and two thousand nineteen, he went eleven and five and ten and five. Yeah, when they had some players. Exactly. And then for some reason, Bill O'Brien just got rid of all of them. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. And, and I think some of our just in the chat here and probably explaining that to, to everybody else, how how he just depleted that team all around Watson. And that's why that, that last thing he played in 2020 was such a bad season for the, the team. They had nobody on the team. Yeah, this person says four and twelve, and he's an MVP candidate. That's a, exactly. Um, yeah. I guess this person says, "What about Lockett for Baker?" And see, I like Tyler Lockett. I just again, the Seahawks. I don't think the Seahawks are going to give those dudes up because if they trade for Baker, they're going to want to have some kind of weapon for him. Um, the bigger question is if the Seahawks trade for Baker and it's a straight up QB battle with Drew Lock, who wins that QB battle? Say that again. I'm sorry. I was reading the chat. <laughs> if, if, if Seattle trades for Baker and it's a oh, straight up him and Drew Lock. battle with Drew Locke, who wins? Man, I I think you're going to see the same kind of thing when it was Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. It was back and forth. And is he going to start? Is he going to start? Who's going to win out? And yeah, I I think I think sadly this is not going to be a uh, Baker Mayfield turns into Drew Brees like some people have tried to tell me. No, I I think if he goes to the Colts, he could he could have some success. If he goes to someone like Seattle where they have no line, he's gonna struggle. So we saw we saw that in Cleveland. I, I take your point on that, but let me let me counter you with the Colts have a good offensive line and a good defense. And last year the Browns had a good offensive line and a good defense and a good run game, right? Both teams have a really good running back. Yeah, Carson. Why would Baker excel there but not here? Oh, you mean in Indy? Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, and Indy doesn't really have many receivers. They got Pittman. Um, how many playoff games did Watson win with those good, good teams he was on? How many playoff games has he won? Did he win one or two? Uh, you can go ahead and talk to the guys in the chat real quick. I'll look that up real quick. <laughs> I'm not sure how many he won. I know I know he's won at least one um, because I'm pretty sure he played the Chiefs in the second round. They were up 24 nothing on him. Um, Captain Glory said he's won one playoff game. Um, again, I'm not holding um, a playoff wins. He's a young quarterback. You know, like um, winning playoff games is hard. So, yeah, he might not have won playoff games with that roster – or that team, would we have liked him to? Yes, that doesn't mean he'll never win a playoff game. Matthew Stafford had never won a playoff game. He just won a Super Bowl. Yes, and come on, guys. The coaching down there in Houston when Deshaun Watson was going 11-5 and 10-5 and, and, and making the playoffs and everything, 
the coaching wasn't very good. Uh, will Stefanski be able to make Watson and Amari Cooper work with Chubb and Hunt needing touches? I, I think so. I don't think that's going to be a problem at all. I think, uh, I think, I mean, Stefanski was in these meetings with Deshaun Watson. Um, I think Watson likes the idea of playing in this system. Um, play, I mean, think about the play action to Chubb. And then a, a mobile quarterback like Watson. I mean, we haven't had it. We've, never had a mobile quarterback like this opens up a whole new um, phase of the offense that we've never had. Yes. And let's, let's think about when LeBron James came back to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Part of the reason why he left was everything was on him, you know, to, to make the plays and to kind of carry the team. And then when he came back, it was Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving and he had people to alleviate the pressure so he didn't have to carry everything. And I think for Deshaun Watson to come to Cleveland and say, I don't have to feel the pressure to carry the team. Amari Cooper doesn't have to have 10 receptions every game for us to be successful. Nick Chubb doesn't have to rattle off 100 yards every game. Everybody, You know Nick Chubb is a team player, and he's not going to whine about touches or yards or anything like that. And Amari Cooper, I mean, unless anybody can give me an example, I don't think he's ever come out and – caused a problem or talked or anything. He, he seems like a pretty ho-hum, Nick Chubb, let me go to work kind of guy. Yeah, I'm just reading a lot of these comments are coming in like crazy. Somebody yeah, said, well, we're making Remember Kareem Hunt. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Somebody said we were making excuses for Watson, but for not for Baker. We never made excuses for him. Even in those games where they might not have won the playoff games, he still played well. Jeff Creed says Baker better than Watson. Bro, just stop. Just stop. You're embarrassing yourself. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> so, I mean, for anybody, let me just throw in here real quick. If anybody's saying we're defending Watson and not Baker or, or whatever, guys, you, you've missed all of our episodes this season where we were so like critical of, of everything. Ba- Baker was, I don't even know where, how, how far I want to go into the details of, of what we saw unfold on this, on the field and off the field this season. Yeah. That's, that's another thing I want to hear. Um, if I've all I've been hearing for the last, you know, four years is if you ever said anything critical about Baker, you weren't a Browns fan. You know, you had to root for him because he was the quarterback of the Browns. Well, Deshaun Watson's the quarterback of the Browns now. So is it going to be the same standard? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? Because if for me, and I know it's the same for you as a Browns fan, I'm not loyal to the names on the back of the shirt, right? With the old saying, I'm loyal to the name on the front of the shirt. I'm a Browns fan. I want the Browns to win. And if, Bringing Deshaun Watson in, wins games for the Browns, I'm on board. No, 100%. Um, Amari has the mentality at Chubb, quiet workhorse. Amari is going to make it happen to the opposing team, cannot stack the box. Yeah, I totally agree. He's a great route runner. I still think we need to pair another wide receiver with him, but it's going to be awesome. Uh, Aaron Butler says we're going to miss Baker here in Baltimore. He was great for us. Um, <laughs> that's actually kind of funny. Um it's. I just don't know what else to say. I just love reading all your guys' comments, so I don't want to keep talking myself. So I guess it's up to you guys how long we go here. Um, Russell Wilson is one. Okay, Jeff Creek's just trolling. Uh, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I'm interested to see how long this Baker thing goes on. Though, do you think we trade him quick, or do you think do you think it's going to get drug out? Oh, I think it's going to happen. I mean, it could happen today, man. I, I think 
the longest it goes is by the end of the week, I would say, he's gone. Because you got to think, too, these teams that are looking to upgrade whatever they have at quarterback. I mean, for the Colts, they have nothing. For the uh, Seahawks, they have Drew Locke. So these guys, these teams need to upgrade. And you're looking to get the guy in-house on your team as soon as possible to get things rolling. Because that's the most important position in sports. That's why we made this move. So these other teams are going to be looking to get Baker in soon. And I don't think the Browns are trying to bring Deshaun Watson into the building with Baker Mayfield still on the team. Some of these comments, bro. I don't even know if I want to read the one that I just saw, but it was hilarious. Hey, Browns backers UK. Love it. Happy to have you guys. Hey, welcome to uh, From Across the Pond. That's Um, right. Hey, that's another thing I want to mention. We just got, I think it was our first Patreon member in the dog pack community from the UK yesterday. So for anybody yeah, watching, guys, guess, you, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to tell everybody join join the dog pack. Go to jointhedogs.com, Join our Patreon community, and like, how awesome is that community that, that, awesome. that we have I mean, going on there? You guys like talking Browns like this all the time. It's literally nonstop, twenty four seven Browns talk in there. Um, it's literally like the chat only all hours of the day. So if you yeah. guys. You know, if you, even if you don't like us, if you just like talking to other Browns fans, jump into the Patreon. It's a ton of fun for everybody. Go check it out. We got people from Ireland, the UK, San Diego, California. We got people down in Florida and Kentucky. It's pretty, it's global. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And if you um, do like us, there's an extra episode exclusively for Dog Pack members every week. So. I'm trying to scroll through these comments, but they're coming in too fast. I saw one I wanted to address. Um Damn, you can keep going. I'm looking for it. Okay. Oh, I'm just kind of scrolling through the comments too. I really, I just want to say I appreciate everybody jumping in, watching this video right now with us and joining in the comments. This has been a lot of fun. We we haven't done a whole lot of lives. Actually, we really haven't done anything since the draft last year. And this has been a nice little test for us. And I think we... I don't know about you, Blake, but I'm feeling like we should probably do this more often. Yeah, I'm feeling the love. Um, the, I found the comment I want to talk about. Somebody said, should we keep Baker in, uh, t- to play in case? I saw that. I saw that comment in. last night, too. So, and my brother actually said that to me. I just don't th- – one, I don't think it would be right for the Browns to do that. I think they – I mean, they should move him. And then, two, I don't think Baker has – the maturity to stay on this team to, to essentially be a placeholder quarterback. And he knows that there, there's just no way. I mean, he asked for a trade when he was still, he wrote a goodbye letter to the city while he was still on the team, just because we met with a guy. What's he going to do now that the guy's on the team? He, he He's not going to come play for us for six games. Keenum, it'll have to be Keenum. Keenum's going to, there's a reason that we all kind of thought Case Keenum's going to get cut. I think there's a reason he's still on the team. Stefanski trusts him. He knows the system. He can keep us afloat if there is any kind of suspension. Um, trade Baker, get whatever you can get for him. Yeah, but like you said, like you said earlier in the show, and for anybody who's tuning in now, Blake, you really explained well how there's a chance that Deshaun Watson doesn't get suspended. Yeah, I just, I just don't. If he wins, and if he wins the civil cases, I don't see how you can suspend him. I just yeah, don't, I don't you would be suspending that. him for what people said rather than what anybody determined in a court of law. So you really can't do that. 
again, like I said, you know, Big Ben, he paid he paid it off. He settled. Deshaun's not settling. He's welcoming the investigations. He told the, the police, that's okay, go ahead, let's try to go to court. They, there was nothing to find. So, yeah. That, that's why, I mean, that's why I don't necessarily, a lot of people are saying he's going to get suspended. You know, I don't necessarily know that. Yeah. Tyler Schiff says he has the money to settle the civil cases. Yes, he does, but I don't think he wants to settle. He's, I don't think that's in his plans. Yeah. Uh, I see a comment here from King Dre. Would Allen Robinson be a good number two receiver? Yeah, I think so. For the Rams. Yeah, he's going to be great on the Rams. <laughs> he just signed with the Rams. Uh Maybe two, three days ago. Uh, Cactus says, alert, alert. The Athletic just broke the news that the Colts say it's unlikely that they trade for Baker Mayfield. If they're not trading for Baker, I'd have to, I'd have a feeling that they're either in on Jameis Winston or Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. One of those two guys definitely seem kind of penciled in for Indianapolis this year. Um, AFC will be battle tested. Yes, they will. Will Fuller or Cleveland? We've talked about that. Hopefully, we'll see. Um, I don't think AB's done by any means. Like, I don't think just because we signed or traded for Deshaun, I don't think he's just going to be done now. Like, up oh, good enough. I got Amari Cooper. I got Deshaun. We're good enough now. I don't think he's done by any stretch of the imagination. He's always got a trick up his sleeves. Jameis is back yeah. with the Saints. Maybe that happened while we jumped on here. So, um, if, if here's the thing that's going to really suck is if if Jameis goes back to the Saints, Colts sign for uh, Garoppolo. If the Seattle, I mean, the asking price for Baker is going to be so low. And this is what I, I tell to, to the, the Baker fans: he's available. Everybody knows he's available. Nobody's calling. No, yeah, nobody's and calling. I think one thing we talked about too on the last episode of the show. The Texans did not have any interest whatsoever in including Baker Mayfield in the trade package. They were 100 uh, percent confident rolling forward next season with Davis Mills as their quarterback. So if they did not feel like upgrading from Davis Mills to Baker Mayfield was actually an upgrade. And I understand the Davis Mills contract is substantially lower than Baker's. and they did, That factored into things. But if Baker was as good as the Baker bros say he is. Wouldn't the Texans have been interested in at least bringing him in? Yeah, he's from Texas. Yeah. You would think they would 100% be wanting to bring the hometown kid home to be the new face of their franchise. And they're like, no, we got Davis Mills. Yeah. Yeah, we got a third round rookie last year. Did okay. We'll we'll just keep them. Yeah, we'd rather have your picks. Um, So I just... I I think I posed the question on one of our episodes. Um, If we released Baker... How many teams would be lining up to make him the starter? I, I'm under the. I'm not 100 percent convinced that Baker Mayfield was going to be a starter on the team next year. I will say I'm pretty. I feel pretty confident that he will because I think we are going to trade him to a team that needs a starting quarterback, and I think he'll start next year. Well, now, whether I mean, that's what, the only the team. That, what's the team that needs a starter? How many teams need starters? If say if Jimmy G goes to the Colts, Jameis goes to the Saints. Yeah, who who needs a starter? I guess the Seahawks. Maybe. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, that's a good point. Panthers. Well, yeah, Baker. He can go down and compete with uh, Sam Darnold. <laughs> Colin Coward 
not everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. All right. Well, um, we're about going on an hour here, so I think we'll probably try to wrap this up. Um, yeah, I thought this was going to be 20 minutes. I appreciate you guys jumping in here, though, yeah. and dragging this out for us. Um, well, this, not, is, I, this is the biggest news Browns fans have, I don't know, ever had. I mean, I guess they were, when the Browns said they're coming back to Cleveland, that was probably pretty big news. But, I mean, as far as players go, we just, I mean, we just traded for a top five quarterback in the league. That only happens for a few teams here and there ever. Yeah. Um, I jumped on here. First of all, we didn't give much of a heads up that we were going to be jumping on here. Uh, I really thought it was just going to be us talking to each other for like 10 minutes and, <laughs> and nobody was going to be on here. And we were going to maybe get like one or two people of the regulars in the chat jumping in, talking to us. Um, so I appreciate everybody who jumped in here to the chat with us. It was awesome. You guys made it a ton of fun. I could sit here if and talk to you guys for hours if it wasn't yeah. Saturday at noon and, you know, I had to go do life things. Uh, so, yeah. and Josh is already in trouble. So we got to get him out of here. Um, but I do want to say, I do want to, I want to invite everybody one more time. Like if, if you, if you like this kind of stuff, consider joining our Patreon community seriously. Cause one, it helps support the show. It really does. And two, we just love meeting all of you guys and gals in, you know, a, a more one-on-one fashion because in there we can kind of get in a little more. We kind of, we have texting groups, Blake, that we we're texting each other all the time and we're really getting to know all of our community members. And it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. I went to a bronze game this year with one of our Patreon members. From That's CDA. right. You did. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's really cool. You get to meet people from literally all around the globe. We, Luke is from Ireland. Katie's from San Diego. We got people down in Florida. We're in Ohio, in the middle of Ohio. So Ken's from Ottawa. Yeah. I mean, it's all over the place. Hawaii, Hawaii, the Browns backers yeah. in Hawaii are in there. So it's, it's super fun. If that's something you guys are into, make sure you guys check it out. Yeah. But, well, I think we're going to get out of here. I appreciate you guys all being in here. Super pumped for the Browns to have Deshaun. Um, this will more than likely be my last episode, possibly for a couple of weeks. Um, so it's going to be Josh why. on the floor. Tell and hopefully why. the other guys uh, get back in here. Um, yeah, I, I'm having a child possibly tomorrow. So I won't be doing episodes for a couple of weeks. Um <laughs> So, uh, we appreciate you guys being here and we will see you guys hopefully next weekend. And if any other big news drops sometime during the week, maybe we'll be able to jump in and do something else like this again. But until then, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the dogs podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at the dogs podcast and become an official dog pack member and join the dogs.com. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret. 
and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.